welcome to track number four of Neutralize the Curse. You have used the money to buy a Mercedes Benz. And you are driving it here. It is the responsibility of the pastor to tell you that you have disturbed your destiny by that behavior. You have disturbed your destiny by that behavior. So when you have the privilege of once a while hearing your pastor tell you that this is wrong, this is a curse, you must see it as one of your greatest privileges because normally nobody owes it to you to tell you. Oh yes, nobody owes it to you to tell you that what you are doing to somebody's daughter it will be done to your daughter times 14. <laughs> Should I tell them? Yes. So, so, listen, listen. It is very important for us, all of us here, who are sitting here with pastors over our lives. We must honor them. We must respect them because they are in our lives as backup plans. Just in case your own intelligence fails you, the pastor comes to mop up your foolishness. So, so when you have a pastor also who is afraid of you because of how you have arranged yourself and arranged your life, and arrange your body. Thank God for pastors who don't fear their church members. May you have a pastor like that. I pray that you have a pastor like that. Because you need to be held. You know, this subject is not a small thing. No. It's not a small thing. You can go to school, study, have all the nice degrees, and just one, one misstep, one misstep can just take you into, you know, just, just destroy everything. Every, when I say everything, there was a point that it, it consumes. A curse consumes. It's like it, it, it licks up. Who has watched Tasmania Devil before? It's like he doesn't leave anything. Yeah, he eats the chest, the, the, the room, the wall, the roof. <laughs> That's a curse. It's called the consumption. It's a waster, a wasting disease. When it hits you, if you were 200 pounds, you become 20 pounds. Yes. We are not joking here. We may dance, we may laugh, but it's not a joke. That is why I love my pastor. Oh, yes. That he, he, he is in my life to tell me that, look, you can't do this. You can't. You can't of you think you've gotten away with certain things you've done. But what you don't know is that what is in your favor is just time. 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 Unless also that God shows mercy on you and causes what we call the law of the failed harvest. Because once a while some seeds we plant don't grow. Once a while, but most of the time they grow and they bear more fruits and more seeds. Expect something. You know, if you have come to hide in church, you are you are now a lay minister. 
<laughs> you are now a lay minister. <laughs> you have impregnated a girl. You ran away. You've come to America. You say you are a shepherd. <laughs> I shouldn't say it because you are in church. Ah, what are you saying? Why? Why are you saying I cannot say that? Charlie, life is very complex. Oh. Life is very complex. It's very complex. Sometimes you don't even know what to do to let things work. You don't know how to study to pass your exam. You have all the books. You know how to learn. You go and write the exam 20%. <laughs> it's true. It's so complex. So we, we must not complicate an already complex life. It's complex. You don't know what to do to let it work. How to love your husband for him to pay attention to you. How to be nice to your wife for her to be nice to you. Even how to find the beloved. Should I remove my eyebrows? Should I change my hairstyle? Should the hair be long? Should I crop one side? What must I do to be saved? It's complex. It's very complex. But the blessing we have is that we have God on our side. Yes, that what your hairstyle could not do, the grace of God will do for you. Yeah. That's why a lot of ladies they buy things just to, you know, you know, the dress, the blouse, the hairstyle, the face, the style of the dress, the shoes, just to, you know, magnetize unsuspecting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still not working I personally know ladies who have even had to resort to bleaching themselves I'm not joking and it's not working you know so, so it's complex it's complex so. it's very complex it's very complex women are losing weight just to get a beloved Some are putting on weight just to get a beloved. And there are some who have not lost weight. They have not put on weight. The beloveds are just coming left, right, and center. You are the one going to experience it. So a curse complicates your life. It complicates... This... What you are hearing here, you will not hear this in MIT or Harvard or Cornell or Wharton Business School. No, 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 no. Only church. And not just any church. I said, not just any church. Only at a camp where Bishop Dagwood Mills has a Bible and a microphone and is preaching. That is why you are in the best place. I'm telling you. You can be in church for 40 years and not hear one sentence of what you are hearing this camp. I'm telling you, it's not about being in church. Yes, it is a privilege for you to be here. 
And why does God want you to know this? So that your already complex life is at least, at best, demystified and not more mystified. I thank God for the pastor we have. I thank God. We are supposed to do far better than those who are not under such an anointing. So when you hear these things, they are meant for you to go back and use it to reorganize and revolutionize your life. It's not, it's not head knowledge. It's not knowledge just, just to say, oh, wow, it's a curse and neutralize the curse, cause of a curse, the wonders of a curse. What is that? We are, not, we are not lecturers. We are turning things around in our life. Because some of you here, there are things in your life you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't know how to get over it. But the wisdom is, be, I mean, it is coming right from here and coming to you. Yes. So can we clap our hands for our pastors? The lay ministers, the reverends. Yes. And, 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 you know, you see, and I pray, I pray that the pastors here will not be wimps. Yes. We don't need wimpy pastors. We need pastors of steel who stand and declare that when you are behaving with utter stupidity, his problem will be to find the superlatives to describe your behavior. May God give you a pastor who is strong. Yes. Very important. Because some of you are very, very, very uncontrollable. Yeah, but under a certain pastor, you'll be tamed. If lions can be tamed, then you can be tamed. Yes. But you, are, you, you have your own way. I mean, you, you just live your own life get away with many things nobody can stop you so you must pray one of your prayers that god will give you a certain type of pastor yes who will humble you who will subdue you and grant you one at least a privilege to walk in the will of god for once for your life for once for your life you are falling in love with a fool nobody can advise you the more we advise you, the more you are even sleeping in his room. In his room. But there is a pastor. There is a certain type of pastor God can deploy in your area. Yes. He comes and just turns your life around. Can you clap again? Is it possible to clap again? So, so please sit down. I, I'm just saying that Whenever you hear your pastor point out to you, maybe he's doing one-on-one counseling and he's talking to you, he's advising you. And even as he's talking, as he's speaking nicely, you know, an insult comes out once. Don't be reactionary. Take it as a blessing. Yes, take it as a blessing. So don't be silly. It's not an insult. It's just to help you not to be. Is it not to be? You know, so I, I, I think that this second point is very important. 
that by the grace of God, if we suffer from brain failure, there's a pastor who, who gives us a backup. Yes. That's, it's a pastor who can come to your house, enter your bedroom, and remove that boy from there. It's our duty. You sing in the choir. A boy who smokes Indian hemp is chasing you. You can't see. But it, it's okay. But so that's why you must open up to your pastor. Because your pastor is one of the neutralizers. So the third point is, is also very clear. Do not be offended. When a case is identified and pointed out to you, if you've not experienced it, you will experience it henceforth. You know, it's not every pastor who speaks as nicely as I'm speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not speaking nicely? Yes. That's how I am. I speak very nicely. But not all pastors are like that. <laughs> but you should be... That is the wisdom Job was trying to impart to his wife. And she got angry and left. And we never heard from her again. She said, If we have received good from God, should we also not receive evil? Do you see the point I'm making? Yeah. You, you, you must, you see, do not be offended because when you are doing something that will bring a curse, sometimes the best way to point it out to you is not to use polite grammar. Because there are some people who don't understand polite grammar. Catsy for boys and girls. You know, sometimes you need a pastor who can bomb it out. And, and when, when, when it is being bombed out, you must not be reactionary. That's a point. Is it not that? Do you have it? Am I the only one who wrote it? Is it there? Point number three. Do not be offended. Yes. Some of us have been offended before. Even, even when the pastor is preaching and is not addressing you directly, you are still, I don't know whether it's a gift or a talent, you are able to personalize the preaching and become offended and go to your mother church. Even when he has not mentioned your name, it's a gift, actually. Galatians 4.16 Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Is that how I've become? i become your enemy? And many of us surround ourselves with people who always tell us nice things. That's fine. But once a while, you need someone who will tell you as it is. And it is part of your blessing. The same blessing that comes into your life, the same blessing that changes your name, from Simon to Peter. It's a blessing for someone to change your name from a reed to a rock. It even gets better 
when that person also confess on you powers that are divine, that when you bind, it is bound. When you curse, it is cursed in heaven. Wow. Then he also gives you keys. Is it, is it a blessing? Yeah. It is a power. It is a privilege God gives you to grant you a pastor who changes your name. He may not change your name literally, but may change your identity. Yes, because you can, be, you, you can even be called Jesus, but people see you as a devil. It's not really the name sometimes. It's your behavior that eclipses the beauty of your name. Yes. Now, the one who gives you the keys and changes your name and blesses you with power also should have the right to call you Satan. Expecting that you will not be reactionary and go away and never come back. Because after calling you Satan, if you behave well, the next major event is your, it's your, you it, 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 see, it's your being part of the transfiguration. When he's calling three people out of the twelve, you will be one of the three, even though he called you Satan. Because he called you Satan out of love. So you must be very careful what causes offense in you. One of the causes of offense is unintelligence. Non-intelligence. People who didn't pass their exams well in school get offended easily. Now, if you are here and you've been offended before, just, just cast your mind back. Look at your grades. <laughs> just, just check. Just for, for one minute and let's continue. Check your grades. People who are very intelligent rise above offenses by just analyzing. Yes. Analyzing. So, so if your mind lacks analytical powers, that is when you take statements at face value and you run off with it. The pastor is talking to you, he says something unbeknown to him that he's saying something that is even, see, if I even think he's even joking. You smile, you go home and never come again. Some of you sitting here, you have changed branches because of this behavior. I shouldn't say because you are here. I said you have changed branches. Just to keep, thank God that Lighthouse has got many branches. Can you imagine if Lighthouse had only one branch? You'll be out of the church. So you ran away from Bronx and you went to where? Help me, with you, you, you live here. Where? Manhattan. And then you went where? To Philadelphia. Yeah. You left Philly and went to uh, Atlanta. You are not intelligent. You must, you must analyze that God has given you a pastor who points out curses to you. He tells you that this is not good. This is good. Stop it. Don't do this. You need a pastor who will point out such things to you. 
So in this camp, you must be ready. Wherever the arrow or the salvo fly, if it flies in your area, receive it and smile. Because you have a pastor who has been sent by God to point out your stupidity to you. That is what you are doing. It's not good. Is it a good idea? Clap your hands for Jesus. So, you must not... Have I become your enemy because I told you the truth? I've been preaching to you for four years. I preached about loyalty, disloyalty, faith, evangelism. Just five minutes of pointing out the truth to you. Because this man you are going to marry is an unbeliever. And we shouldn't say it. When you go and he beats you, you are bringing him to us. Sometimes we are in the bedroom with our wives happy. A phone call will just take us out of the house because of your stupidity. So we shouldn't say it. Your behavior is changing in this camp from here. When something is pointed out, you say, wow, thank you, Jesus. You will love your pastor because he spoke the truth to you. That's what will. You'll be happy. You know, there are people who even are looking for someone to tell the truth. I'm telling you. It's not a small thing. To have someone who speaks the truth to you. But God has blessed us in Lighthouse. To have pastors who would say to you, what you are doing is some way. Yeah, we even have our own special terminologies. Yes, it's some way. It says mulliganos. You are an orangu. What other church do you want? They don't even have words to describe. They know the person's behavior is not right. But the word to describe, the word, the phrase. But we, we have phrases, independent stage, passivity. Can you clap your hands for... for, 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 for the type of church God has blessed us with. Yeah. So when you are being told that your behavior puts you in at the level of passivity, don't say, ah, why? Why? Small church, you have come. Small God, we are. Who says God is small? God is not small. It's your brain which is small. It's a chicken brain. Clap your hands for Jesus. We have Ida to bless us.